Welcome to a paranormal show unlike any other. The Ghost Helpers Show with your guides, Tina Irwin and Laura Van Tyne. Where the paranormal is more normal than you think. We are seasoned psychics who once led normal, everyday lives just like you. Until the paranormal world refused to be ignored any longer. We have listened to countless dead tell their stories and we are sharing that knowledge with you. Join us each week as we take a piece of the paranormal and explain how it works using true ghost stories, the tales that the dead have told us. Our intention is to offer new insights and understandings of the paranormal pandemonium which surrounds that mystical fourth dimension and how it impacts our normal everyday lives. The Ghost Helper Show with Laura and Tina, teaching the living to help the dead, starts now. Welcome everyone to Ghost Helpers. And just a reminder, we are Ghost Helpers. We do not hunt the dead. And we also want to thank you for joining us and thank you for understanding that the paranormal is so much more normal than you think because the paranormal happens to people every day whether they're conscious of it or not so we're we're really excited about sharing some of the unique things about today's show which is all about ouija boards but first two things one we're going to skip our our 10 15 break and number two we are going to turn this over to Laura to shout outs to the oh, groups who are so kind to us. Thank you to the Facebook groups, Paranormal Hauntings and Entities and the Untold Stories <laughs> of the Paranormal for sharing the show with your with your group. So thank you so much. And Hitler had one. He used it all the time. He valued it so much that he made sterling silver versions of this. You have to understand that as we approach the holiday season and there are many different kinds of holidays there's hanukkah and kwanzaa and christmas and a lot of people exchange gifts and this is a hasbro toy this toy we're talking about is a ouija board and it's not a toy that is going to be a welcome gift for anyone and so as laura is explaining Hitler had a sterling silver Ouija board, and it was discovered actually in Brazil. Yeah, Argentina. Argentina. Thank you. I have Brazil on the brain. I love the jewels in Brazil. I was you're, yeah, you're thinking about going there. <laughs> <laughs> and so they discovered this when so many Nazis emigrated to Argentina and set up you know, places to live there. And they found among the Nazi memorabilia, they uncovered this incredible storehouse a lot of elements and tools of magic. Hitler spent hours and days and millions of dollars, millions of Deutschmarks looking for spiritual relics. And he used tools of magic. And one of his primary tools was this sterling silver Ouija board. And remember, metal holds a ton of energy. He didn't use wood, he used metal. Well, you bring up a, a point about spiritual tools. And I, I want to bring this up because not all spiritual tools are for our greater good. If we look at spirituality as a harmonic scale with ups and downs, there's a big difference between, you know, something like a Ouija board and, you know, meditations or something searching for the greater good. So this is a harmonic scale. People normally think, oh, I'm spiritually awake now. Well, newsflash, it's, it ebbs and flows. It comes and goes. Life happens. You know, someday we may be on top of the world. and The next day we might not be. And when you're looking at that and we talk about spiritual tools, there are many tools that people consider, and I use this quote thing, spiritual. And I think that that word spiritual is this, it's sort of like a tint. It's a catch-all phrase. It's a catch-all phrase. And a, not all catch-all tools are for anyone's greater good. And the best tool that we all have is our intuition. Our intuition is a form of psychic ability and it's designed to keep us safe. If you want to know more about how to enhance and grow your sense of intuition, if you go to ghosthelpers.com, scroll down to the courses, there is a free one hour course on the secret science of intuition, and it shows you how to grow, develop your intuition, and it, there's handouts, there's all kinds of things. It's a great resource, and it's simply free. And a lot of people think that's a great thing to do. A lot of people think that a Ouija board is a harmless child's toy, but when you have 
the architect of mass murder, he directly and indirectly caused the murder death of 70 million people. 70 million people died. That's what we know of. That's what we know yeah. of. That's what was counted. Um, and some, however you count that. It wasn't simply 6 million Jews and other people who were not Jewish who also died. It was the number of dead. So when you use that element of magic, it's not a toy. And we're going to be talking about the harmful effects of this. And it's important to understand that black magic is real. And before I, I'm going to be sharing a true story of, of, bunch a, of true a bunch of true stories about Ouija boards and people that we helped along the way. But as Tina was saying, black magic is real. And a lot of times when Tina and I are out doing our thing or if we're on a social media thing, there's a lot of light workers and spiritual people who just say love and light and you know everything's going to be just great it's such a false sense of reality we're not here to scare people but we have studied black magic because you have to know what you're dealing with it's the same reason that a doctor or someone doing homeopathy or naturopathy or acupuncture you have to know what causes disease to make the person out of balance a doctor has to study bacteria viruses germs parasites mold, parasites thank you fungus great and all of those things are things that are detrimental to a physical mortal body so to heal that you must understand what causes that in our world, we also have to understand what causes a person on a spiritual path to become immediately out of balance in this weird, subtle, almost how did this happen kind of way. It's why we wrote the Psychic Self-Defense Course. It's your seatbelt as you, as you drive through your spiritual journey. And so understanding that black magic is real, there's black and gray magic. I want to go back to your doctor comment, though, because we're always about the logic trail and following the science. the science behind it. It wasn't that long ago that doctors and people didn't believe that contaminated water could harm you. And civil war doctors didn't understand that if you just washed your hands between patients, your infection rate went down. They couldn't see the bacteria or the virus, but usually it was bacteria that was killing all of these civil war soldiers that were having all these amputations and horrible infections and those kinds of things. They just went from patient to patient with the same bloody hands. And they never understood the concept of disinfecting until the microscope was invented. Then, oh my gosh, they could see these things before they didn't exist. All right. So we're not here to scare you, but basically unicorns and rainbows, there's more to it than just that. And understanding there's a logic. That's what we're here to discuss today. All right. So this is a story. And what brought up this topic was earlier this week, somebody... I think it was on a Facebook thread, was challenging me about Ouija boards. Well, yeah, because it starts in high school with, with a right. lot of people and at parties and this, teenage girls and sleepovers. This person was talking about how she uses Ouija boards on her clients, and I'm thinking, oh, my, oh my God. God, right? <laughs> so anyways, but it brought up a discussion with Tina and I, and we were talking about a case that I had a little, not too long ago. We were contacted by a mom of a special needs son. And this son is an adult is an adult right now, but she still has power of attorney over him, which gives her the spiritual jurisdiction to help him. If he she did not have that power of attorney over him because he has special needs, she could not have asked for our help. He would have had to have asked for our help. And here's kind of the background of the story. The mom was telling us that for his entire life, since he was a little boy, he kept telling her that he was plagued by demons that wanted him to do bad things. But lately this had escalated. And now Tim is being told that he needs to kill his sister. And what made this more chilling is he's an adult male, a big guy, and he lives with his sister because he cannot live on his own. And so the family grew very, very concerned about him and what may happen. They didn't know. So whenever Tina and I take on a new client, we ask some basic questions. 
you know, are, do you use Ouija boards is one of those questions because we have to figure out again, what is that logic trail? What could have caused cause and effect. the initiating events to have you in the situation? And it's not a judgment call. It's simply, we need background knowledge. We hold no judgment. There are no perfect people, not even us really. <laughs> oh, what a disappointment. I know my husband thinks so. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. And, you know, I, we, I, we asked the mom, did, was there a Ouija board ever involved? And you know, the mom had said no. And this was probably one of our hardest cases. And normally Tina and I will do these together because we work together and we get validation in this world that is not tangible in this world, this paranormal world, there are things that you cannot see, feel, sense, or touch to the naked eye in that third dimension. You know, I can see Tina's wearing glasses. I can actually grab them off her face. Those are tangible. I won't do that. Those are tangible things, but in the paranormal world, it doesn't exist like that. And so Tina went on vacation one day, right after the woman contacts us. So I, this is an emergency. And so I, I'm taking on this case by myself. And it took a while to kind of clear this up. But basically what happened is I re remote viewed the man and I'm going to call him the son. You know, his name was Tim and I'm remote viewing him. And I can see all of these dark entities. There must've been about 200 of these dark entities around and in him. It was alarming. So I work on him and I clear him. And as I'm doing this, he is getting calm. Tim is getting calmer and calmer and calmer. And so I'm like, okay, wow, that was great. This was intense, by the way, intense work. And things were calm for a day, but then a couple of days later, more came. So what happens is if you leave your door front door open at night, every night, night after night, rats come in, vermin come in, right? So you shut your door at night to create a block. So a they, barrier. a barrier, so they can't come in. And so, you lock the door. And you lock the door, exactly. Unless you live in Mayberry. But, well, you know, as <laughs> <laughs> back in another time and space. All right, so these things come back, which tells me that I short-term solved the solution. So we need you, to- You solved the symptom. I solved the symptom. I put a Band-Aid on it, That's right? right? And I had to figure out what was missing. And make sure you, yeah. And so then I get a call from his sister a couple of days later, screaming at me that, you know, my brother is staring at a wall and he's screaming at the wall and he wants to, he's, he, the sister is hearing a one-sided conversation with her brother who lives with her. And he is screaming, I don't want to kill my sister. You can't make me. And, you know, you can't tell me what to do. This is terrifying. This is a form of possession. Yes, it is. And when we look at these shootings and such, everybody's responsible for their own behavior, but it makes us wonder what's going on. If we look at, you know, last week, actually, there was a shooting in, in an LA school. What is happening? Yeah, there's so much more going on. Everybody's blaming whatever the weapon du jour is in England, their knives. In right, the they States, banned the guns, now they're knives. Now the British are like looking at, shall we ban knives? It's like, we've lost our mind. We're not, we're treating a symptom. We're not looking at the cause. And so the, then what happened? So I'm working on Tim again. And this time I find a really powerful dark entity. And the entity has a name and this entity comes from Germany. And this entity is telling me that he has owned Tim lifetime after lifetime, which is not unusual. We hear this. We hear it a lot. So the entity is telling me that he owns Tim. And what I do is I'm able to contain this entity. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about a show of a ghost uh, remover or a person, a ghost hunter who, you know, buried entities under the ground in the earth. It's like, that's not going to do anything. We have a different system. We take them and we know they're not coming back. And so this entity starts, I'm asking this entity questions. So how is it that you could get Tim to do these things? And how is it this? And how is it that? And this entity starts talking to me. And forget this part. Yeah. 
he starts, this entity starts talking to me. Oh, yeah, Tina says, don't forget this part. But okay, so the other creepy part was Tim. Yeah, this is a really creepy yeah, part. Says, don't forget this. And thank you for that, by the way. Tim started yelling at his sister in Latin. This is a guy who is an adult, mentally disabled person who has to have, you know, an escort to the bus because he can't remember how to get to the bus station. All of a sudden, this guy is screaming at his sister in Latin. That is beyond chilling. So I am now talking to this entity and he's telling me he's been with John most of his life. And I'm like, when did you enter John's life? And he said, I have been with John many lifetimes, but in this lifetime, I had his bio, his dad, he's, it was a bio dad. Not bio dads are good. I, I don't want to sound like I was slighting anything there, but this entity had the bio dad controlled the bio dad to buy his son a Ouija board when he was 10 years old. The parents had been divorced. So the mom didn't know that answer. She didn't know that happened. She didn't know that happened. So this entity is telling me, <coughs> excuse me, that he had the father buy this Ouija board for the son. And I actually confirmed this with the sister. Oh, I remember that birthday. The, the mom did not live with the dad then. So the mom didn't know. And the Ouija board stayed at the dad's house. How convenient. So I'm like, okay, so that's how you found him. Well, is he the only person that you inhabit or control? And then I got the lesson of the lifetime when it comes to dark entities and demons and those types of things. He says, yeah, I have many other people that I control and I have it. He says, Ouija is my recreation. Think about that. The Ouija board is this guy's recreation. He goes on to say, and, and I wrote this down because I don't always remember what yeah, because some of this stuff, a lot of the reasons we teach the things we teach is because of what we have been able to find out from these terrible beings. Because once once we are on the scene, it's game over. And so we always write, we always take notes, but this time I'm, I'm having to listen and I'm having to take notes because this is so important. He says, Ouija is my recreation. It's my entrance this is my game to play he says and i have ties to all the boards all over the world and he goes on and he's telling me in graphic detail i love it when college students play this game he says they're always drunk and it gives me even easier access to them and the reason why if a person is really drunk, it gives a dark entity easy access is because their frequency is really low. It just drops your frequency. It's like you opened your front door. Shields, and off. shields are gone. Your shields are gone. And he says that one of my favorite things to do is to get into the college students through the Ouija board, especially when they're drunk, I inhabit them. And he says, I like to inhabit the men because I can control them raping men on men or men with women we couldn't make this up guys this is I, unbelievable this is so be and it was one of those moments that i'll never forget so this being will enter a person through a ouija board and he likes to have them rape because what this is is this is his entertainment and this then, is really and then serious he can now also control the woman or the the man or the boy through the or, root chakra through energy. The root chakra. So now he doesn't just have the guy who was drunk. He has access the, to everyone he has raped. raped. Right. And this is how black magic works. And he had this creepy electronic -y, just super villain laugh to him about this. And then he goes on to say, these stupid humans have no idea what they're doing, which makes it even more fun. And then he goes on to teenage girls. He says, teenage girls are so lovely. They are so innocent. And it's so easy for me to gain access to them because I can read their minds and I know their desires. And he's like going, and you haven't trapped me. I can get out whenever I want. He's like trying to test me. He's a typical arrogant. 
Yeah. And so I'm, I'm asking him about the teenage girls because I do want to talk about a very true teenage girl story I had before this conversation. We'll have it towards the end of the show. He says that teenage girls are so naive and so trusting and they get the thrill out of contacting something. And they always do it without a parental guidance, which means that he has easier access to them. So let me guess, they think they're connecting to spirit. They're connecting to spirit, but, it, and here's, here's the deal. If you need a tool to connect to spirit, to connect to the divine, if you need a tool to do this, how do you know who or what you're dealing with is who you think you're dealing with? This is why that intuition class, the secret science behind intuition is so important. If you can raise your intuition levels, you don't need these tools of divination and you can learn to do due diligence on your own. Okay. So how does he work with the teenage girls? So he works with the teenage girls because they're always in groups. And so once he has access to them through the Ouija board, through the Ouija board, he also has access to their siblings and to their friends and to their family and to their memories and to their memories. So now he knows what they want and he can shape shift. And we're going to talk a little bit about more uh, that I want to share a story about that towards the end here. And he says, I can be whatever those sweet little girls want me to be. I can pretend to be their grandma. I can pretend to be their pet. I can pretend what it to be, whatever it is they want me to be. And now they're hooked. It's like a drug. It's a drug. And now they have to pay me is what he tells me. They are so gullible he's saying. And I'm like, what do you mean they have to pay you? He says, nothing is free. I own them and I can own their families also. And I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. That's how I get paid. And he goes on to tell me about Tim. Yeah, Tim. Tim. He goes on to tell me about Tim and he says, Tim is my duty. Tim is my responsibility. I own him. I've owned him many times. And it made me wonder if karma, and, and this is, this is a, a question that I don't have an answer to. Did karma in this lifetime put Tim in a body that was mentally disabled so that an adult could always be in charge of him to help him break free of this demonic entity? It's entirely possible. We don't, yeah. we, we don't have access to an individual's karma because as we discussed last week, we do not access someone's Akashic records. We're simply observing what we're seeing at the time. And this being goes on to say that Tim is my duty. Ouija is simply my recreation. And I said, well, what about the sister? Why haven't you inhabited the sister? And he goes on to say that the sister is not a part of his family. The sister, he says, must go. The sister is making a difference in Tim. And I said, well, then why didn't Tim kill his sister like you ordered him to? And he says, Tim got weak. I am going to have to kill her. If I don't kill the sister, then Tim... I lose Tim is what he says. Which means that that magician has a boss. He's still a puppet on a string, yeah. even though he's arrogant. And that's a, that's a really good point to bring up because there are politics in every dimension as crazy as our politics are right now in this third dimensional, you know, time, space, physical world. There's politics in the spiritual realms too. You don't escape them once you die. That would be a great break, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> escaping politics for a bit, but there's politics in those other dimensions. And so, you know, and he's telling me, he's like, well, I can leave whenever I want. And I said, well, then show me that you can leave. And he got so angry because he couldn't leave the confines that I put him in. And this was also a test uh, of my ability as well. If an entity like this gets free, and we talked about this last week, 
if they get free, they can go harm someone else. This guy was, this being was connected to all these Ouija boards all over the world, he's claiming. Which means now that I have captured him and contained him, all of those people connected to him are now free. That's a big deal. That is a really big deal. And one of the things that we recommend also, besides not buying a Ouija board, is this class that we offer on psychic self-defense. If you feel that you are inhabited or you have some things going on, you see things out of the corner of your eye, the psychic self-defense class is simply a spiritual seatbelt. When you drive your car every day, what's the first thing you do besides put the key in the ignition? Or the fob in the tray. Or the fob in the tray. Be yeah. modern here. Thank Be you. modern here. <laughs> so, or keep the fob in your purse or whatever you put on your seatbelt. That's what this course is designed to do. It's designed to give you your power back against those nefarious elements of the paranormal world. It really isn't all unicorns and rainbows over there. It's, it's time to look at the whole picture of the spiritual world. And if, because we are so passionate about this we are using we're offering you the coupon code gratitude so you can get 20 percent off any course we offer and so you sign up for the course type in gratitude in the coupon and it's 20 percent taken off right away and I, we're going to have to go to break here in a moment but check that out it's at ghosthelpers.com on the first page scroll down to courses and you are listening to ghost helpers on transformation talk radio check out the oillounge.com our sponsors and with that we'll be right back your money is your creational energy when you feed your wealth back into what you love. It signals your choices and returns to you. Tune in to Money Momentum with host Karen Baines and learn the truth about the widely misunderstood creative energy that is the cash in your pocket. Realign the things you can't see to get the results you can see. Listen every month for a whole new hour on how to get the money already aligned to who you are. For more information on Karen and Money Momentum, visit soulwhispers.uk. We have all heard and told ghost stories, but have you ever heard a ghost tell you their story? Ghost stories from the ghost's point of view are true tales that these lost and lonely souls have told us. Learn why some souls don't cross over and how you can help them. This is probably one of the most spiritually profound series you will ever read. You can find them at thekarmicpath.com and on Amazon. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuyper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuyper.com. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Welcome back to Ghost Hoppers on Transformation Talk Radio. So we're talking about Ouija boards. I just shared a very true story. Very powerful. It's not for the faint of heart, but the reason we're bringing this up is to create an awareness. And the spiritual realms aren't all unicorns and rainbows, well, love and light and sage. One of my favorite phrases is when you walk your spiritual path or you drive your spiritual path, it's like walking through a minefield in a thunderstorm and an earthquake. It is not for the faint-hearted. And 
sometimes it's really nice to have some guidelines and that's what our psychic self-defense course is designed to use is to is to offer and so all right well you know and here's another reason why we brought up this show on on ouija boards is because a few weeks ago in salem massachusetts go ahead tina i'm like tina research this thing this is like just we actually do research our shows and we plant we script every show because there's so much to put out there is a, a guy who developed this massive Ouija board. How massive is it? It's over 3,100 square feet, which is larger than the square footage of many homes. And he started this out in New Jersey and he moved it to Salem, Massachusetts. Now, I remember the mafia kind of Why heavy duty in New Jersey. <laughs> and he decided Salem, Mass, and he moved this like, I think the the 12th of October, he moved it up there in all these different pieces. And he, he has the little dot, the little gadget that goes to the letters and the numbers. And he thought this would be so cute. And I thought there's a lot of mafia in Massachusetts. Well, there's New a Jersey. lot. It, the goal was to bring in as many spirits as possible with this board, this giant 3,100 square foot board. And it's in a public park. It's in public land. So public money is allowing this. And I think people sh might want to consider that he opened a portal, a doorway, because that's what happens with a Ouija board. Whether you want it to happen or not, whether you think you're protected by spirit or not, you're now owned by whatever, quote, spirit being intelligence. Usually they're 100% dark. And we never Angels use... don't come through Ouija boards. Let's just put it out there. Okay. You're never going to have an angel walk through the doorway that a Ouija board opens every single time it's going to be somebody dark a hundred percent of the time i'm not adamant about this or passionate or passionate about this i'm sorry i'm getting really animated here at least she hasn't knocked anything over yet <laughs> knocked anything over with those italian hands from a former italian life. hands the point i'm making here is that you have a ouija board that's 3100 square feet you have now opened a doorway to darkness that not like salem didn't already have one you have magnified it because of that and uh and, and and I guess we a little more history here. Well, he just thought it would be really cool. But you know these portals. Be, uh, let's talk about what a portal is because that's what the Ouija board does. Is it opens a portal? It's a doorway, and when you have a doorway to another dimension, it's one of these concepts that the general population doesn't understand and and why would they understand that it's not like anybody teaches this everyone thinks if you bring down a little white light and burn sage forgive me <clears throat> that you'll be protected and none of that is true uh and again in psychic self-defense we talk about why this isn't true we talk about the science behind why that's not true. why that's not and true and what, what you can do right and the psychic self-defense course also comes with an energy clearing kit and, and that's why that there's a higher price point, but you know, you kind of pay for what you get. Well, it, the kit is very substantial. It's not just a turkey feather and abalone shell and some Palo Santo. It is really packed full of stuff. All right. So the Ouija board movement, I mean, it, it started in the 1800s, early 1800s with this spiritual spiritist that was the term movement and it was global. There's a really interesting show on uh, Amazon Prime called Detective Anna and it's 100% uh, made in Russia, has Russian subtitles. And it's about a detective and a psychic girl and she uses a Ouija board to contact the dead. Well, I'm thinking all these other horrible things happen. Every time she uses it, she's just opening this doorway bigger and bigger. But watching this, it happened in Russia. It was all over Europe. In Europe, it was And it all was over. also discussed on Downton Abbey. There's an episode where somebody brought a Ouija board in and um, the, the, the staff said, this is a really bad thing and we should, we should not do this. And so... These have been, they started in the 1800s trying to contact the other side. So this individual decided that maybe we should make it easier. So in 1886, the first Ouija board was created and he started to manufacture them. And eventually Parker Brothers, who created Monopoly, the Monopoly game and owned the rights to it, started producing Ouija boards and mass production, which created a lot of darkness. Well, and it makes me wonder, those executives that made that decision, what what else was going on what with them? else was going on with them because 
now you've taken this i'm going to call it a toy this object that these spiritual of the dark side movements used in the 1800s and now it's a child's game think about this this is a tool hitler used to communicate with dark intelligences to literally destroy the world and now it's a child's game. When you put it in that perspective, it's astounding. Now, pa Parker Brothers at some point sold it to Hasbro. Hasbro. Hasbro Toy Company now owns the rights to Ouija board to sell them. And I don't know if anybody else is selling them, but I do know that they have that those rights. So I, I think it's important to understand that it's a physics issue for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. And a lot of times you don't know what that reaction is going to be. You simply don't know because you don't fully understand the and action. And and hoping and praying won't change an outcome. The action of using a Ouija board is going to give you a reaction of opening a door to literally the hells. And you have no idea who or what is coming through. And the first thing that comes through are lower realm intelligences. And that's what was torturing your client, Tim. Yeah, those 200 dark entities that were with him at that moment when I first worked with him, those were lower realm intelligences. And what they look like are very similar to the movie Ghost with Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. At the very end of that show, when those things are coming up, those are what dark those are what lower realm intelligences look like i also want to point out that we have an awful lot of shooters that seem to be in not just the united states and you have to ask yourself how many of them have either access to a ouija board or they are followers of nazism which we know is nothing but the largest black magic organization on the planet and those are really, really dark things that, that are connected. So when you look at Ouija's connected to the Nazi movement, both in the United States and in other parts of the world, certainly in Germany, now you begin to understand that how this darkness can permeate a person, a family, a neighborhood, an organization. And it doesn't end well unless you get rid of it. So we need to take a minute. I, you know what? Actually, I wanted to, I want to, I just realized I missed a part of that story with, with Tim. Oh, well, I, what happened when I, I yeah. when I removed that dark entity from Tim, the big, the main one, the next day I get a call from the mom and the sister. Tim gets out of the shower and I have him bathing with salt also, Epsom salt to pull out these darknesses. And did you find the board? Um, no, the board was long gone. So they have no idea where the board went. Okay. But Tim's eyes changed color. Oh my gosh. His eyes, I can't believe I forgot that little tidbit. His eyes had always been black, like dark, dark, dark brown. And now all of a sudden his eyes changed color the next day. And he started losing a ton of weight, like immediately. And his whole life and his whole perspective and the whole family dynamics changed. We removed this dark entity that was trying to get him to kill his sister. Think about that. This prevented potentially a murder. And it makes you sit back and go, oh my gosh, what if other things could be prevented if people <laughs> had a greater understanding of this. All right, now we've got some other stories. We do. I want you to actually, you were approached by, was it TLC or Bravo or yes. something? You were approached by them a I couple was years approached, ago. I've been approached by the Learning Channel uh, at least twice. Um, but this, the second time was so interesting. They wanted me to go to this house someplace in the Middle West, in the Middle West, in the Midwest on some flat state. And hey, flat states are good. Flat states are good. I've just never lived in one. Um, they wanted me to go to this home where this family was having a problem because their kids were into demonic things and they wouldn't behave and they were setting fires. They were given a Ouija board. Well, I'm getting there. Okay. They were given a Ouija board and the parents were very Christian and the parents decided that the Ouija board must be the source of the problem. So they burned it. And that was a very good thing to do. But the magician, At the end of the show, we'll talk about how to properly dispose of one. The magician who was controlling these boys was so powerful. 
he owned them. I, I don't even know how long he'd owned them, probably lifetimes. He taught them how to recreate the board. So every time they, they destroyed a board, these boys would just rebuild a new one from scratch, from wood right, fibers. Just, or a piece of paper even. And so what happened was the Learning Channel said, we want to know if you can clear that home. And, I, and they, they said, you know, fly you out there. And I said, number one, I'm not walking through that door. That's a prescription. It's dangerous. I just when we do this work, we do it remotely. We do it through remote viewing. We do not walk to, we don't go into somebody's home and do it. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And number, number one, and number two, the parents need to get a whole lot more control over their children, which they're not likely to be able to do. So it's going to look like, even though I might remove everything I can possibly remove, I don't know the depth of the connection these children have with this, with these beings that are controlling them and your property. And I would need to do a lot of work. I can't just walk in and turn a switch. This requires a ton of work. Well, and you're talking about spiritual responsibility. Yes. Because if you were to fail, let's say you clear the house and the boys are great, but then a month later, something else happens. You're making psychics everywhere look like charlatans. That's right. And you have to, as a, as a, as a psychic, there's a spiritual integrity. I knew that those parents, if they didn't have the backbone to deal with their boys early on, they were being steamrollered every minute that the probability that they would be able to manage them after I walked off the scene, it would make me again. And any psychic who is truly well uh, intentioned and based in science look ridiculous. You have to know what you can and can't do. And in, and in that situation, I would have needed a lot more work with the entire family. It wasn't just a one shot and you're done. You had more control over your situation with Tim. And yes. these parents had to want to do more than that. And sometimes it's our job to say, no, it's not, we, it's something that we can't do. We're and, very honest. And about I was that. very honest with the learning channel. I said, this is a prescription and any psychic that you use and you put in that situation is going to fail. I'm going to guarantee it. It's not just, we need to bring in a shaman here. It, that's not going to work that way. Yeah. And before I had worked with Tim, and we're I, going to skip our 15. Oh our yeah. Break. We're, we're done. Yeah. Um, before I worked with Tim, I had my first like, client type of Ouija board experience. And this, this has to do with a girlfriend of mine's mother died mm -hmm. and you know, the adult girlfriend of mine, her mother died and she and I worked and we crossed the, the mother over and we work when we work together to cross over a loved one, we open up a space that's safe for that ghostly soul because we don't want to leave them stuck between dimensions. We don't want to leave them hanging on. We want them to cross over and go home. A ghost is a soul who left their physical body and they're stuck between dimensions. And that realm is where these dark demonic beings reside. It's where all of these things that we've been talking about hang out, including ghosts. When somebody dies, we want them to go home because when we go home into the heaven world or whatever your word is for it, you get soul healing, soul restoration, and counseling and, and you never, break the bonds with the dark side and you never ever get that in the fourth dimension as a ghost and we've also learned that souls can reincarnate from that fourth dimension which is where serial killers come from right serial killers are not heaven sent. of the world come from <laughs> so serial killers are not heaven sent so i cross over the grandma with the mom and it's all great. And then I get a phone call about a month or two later from my girlfriend saying that her daughter was out with the Ouija board. Her, she was at a friend's house and the friend said, well, let's contact your grandma through the Ouija board. And the mom was really concerned after she found out because the daughter's like, mom, 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 this is what I did. And I got to talk to grandma and blah, blah, blah. And the mom was concerned that the grandma never crossed over because her daughter was talking to her. And I said, well, if she's using a Ouija board, the dark intelligence attached to the Ouija board by the portal that was created can read your daughter's mind. It can know your daughter's most intimate thoughts. It can know your daughter's desires. 
it can shape shift into what appears to be grandma. So let's do an experiment. Let's bring in grandma. And I had her salt grandma visually visualize pouring down a rain of salt on grandma. Salt cleanses in every dimension. And when we poured salt visually, psychically on grandma, grandma disappeared. That was not say? grandma. They were stunned. And the mom and the daughter are somewhat psychic also. So that made it a little bit easier. They were stunned and they got to understand what this really can do. And they stopped using the board, but we had to close up other openings because now all of a sudden the girl was being harassed by dark entities. Again, those lower realms that I talked about earlier. It happens, especially in the sleep state. You never get a decent night's sleep. Right. Typical right. symptom. All right. So... <laughs> This story illustrates the dangers these teenage girls, and it's usually teenage girls that do this. It is teenage or girls. Or college students, which I, I found interesting because I didn't realize that with college students. Well, they're having a good time. They think that this is a, a, a parlor trick or a fun game and it's harmless. And what are you afraid? It is not about fear. I don't have to kiss a rattlesnake on the lips to know that this is not a good idea. And when you use a Ouija board, you I are kissing, <laughs> you kiss a rattlesnake on the lips. And when you're, and if you're real surprised when you have the hell beaten out of you, Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, we're, I forgot I was not in the Navy <laughs> anymore. You know, when I first met you, you swore like a sailor and I'm not kidding. I know where that expression comes from now. <laughs> not really, not too much. Anyways, these boards are dangerous period. And if somebody ever tells you that they have enough power to control who or what comes through this, ask them if they can kiss a rattlesnake on the lips, because that's what they're doing. A live one, not yeah, a dead one. Not a dead one. So these boards are a big deal, but I think we need to close this show with if you have a Ouija board, if you know of somebody with a Ouija board, or if you have made your own Ouija board, what now? All right. If this has happened, the very first thing you do is get any kind of a hammer and start beating it up and breaking it or ripping it if you can. If you can rip it, break it, whatever you need to do, pour frankincense on it. You might watch it, it just explode in front of you. <laughs> you can pour frankincense on it and then- Frankincense oil or burn a resin or something. You could, yeah. You know, start doing that. And then if you can start a fire, don't burn it inside your house. No, take it, it outside. Take it outside to a place and, and line get, it with foil so get, you can throw the, full, the ashes away. Yeah, you're gonna burn it, but you're gonna burn it under some aluminum foil with a shiny side up. On top of on top, Yeah, on top of it. So the ashes are contained because you don't want the ashes. This is a very toxic tool. You're going to burn it and you might wanna be playing Mozart in the background as you burn it, just as a, oh, well, by why? the way. Why? Mozart has a super high frequency. It's the highest frequency in the known world. And this is all about frequency. And once you do this, you cannot give this board away because there's karma attached. If you give it to somebody else and they're harmed, that karma is yours. It's going to come back to you. So you don't want to give or, it away and you don't want to throw it out. Remember Jumanji? That's like the Ouija board. And you don't want to donate it. A lot of times, oh, I'll just donate it to Goodwill or whatever. Don't it, donate it. It's not Goodwill. Let me tell you. No, it's bad will. <laughs> it's very bad will. Um, you don't want to give it to a friend. You don't. You want to dispose of it. You burn it. You wrap up the ashes, and then you throw it away. You do not recycle that ball of ashes and aluminum. You want to throw it away. And what this is doing is it's breaking your connection to these portals of darkness. And Mozart music is a great idea. We talk about what in psychic self-defense, we talk about the tools that you can use to help protect yourself, to help raise your frequency. When you raise your frequency, you're creating a force field. Mozart music is the, one of the highest known frequencies of music known. If you feel that your space is haunted or something's going on, you can do two things that are free. You can go to ghosthelpers.com 
and go to the crossing over prayers and play those prayers over and over several times, different times of the day and watch the energy shift. Cause that actually connects you to us. <laughs> well, <laughs> Which yeah, is that's also helpful. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, but yeah, but it's, uh, it's crossing over the dead. So these dark entities use ghosts as soul food. So they have ghost energy with them. When you cross over those ghosts, you're, you're, helping that soul which is a huge spiritual service number one so ghosthelpers.com crossing over prayer cross over the ghosts play it several times just because you play it once doesn't mean more won't come in because it's a band-aid effect right you need to you need to stop the hemorrhaging but the band-aid is still helpful number two is play mozart music and what it does is the frequency of that music starts to embed in your walls and objects and you don't have to play it loud you can play it on your computer go to youtube get a a eight hour clip of it where it's non-stop mozart music we go through that in the course we do go through this in the we course we explain all this in the course but what it's going to do is it's going to help you raise your frequency and then you your surroundings start to embed with this higher frequency to help keep a barrier going because if you have a ouija board or something going on you need all the help you can get. Those are two of hundreds of tips that are in this course. All right. So let's talk about next week. And again, our intention was we're hoping if anyone listens to this show that they what will do you mean if anyone, I'm kidding. Well, for everyone <laughs> who listens to this show, that they will burn those horrible tools of magic that are, are, it's like kissing a bunch of rattlesnakes every day and wondering why your life is, is going to hell in a handbasket and so that's that's our real intention is to create a better world through removing darkness okay so let's talk about next week next week we are talking about yes. thanksgiving hauntings and different types of hauntings that may be more emotional than ghostly but i do have I'm sharing with you a really interesting story about some ghost turkeys also. So there are stories. Don't tell them today. No, I'm not. But there today. are some stories in there that are ghosts. But also holidays bring up different types of hauntings. And they can be emotional hauntings. They can be that year of first hauntings when your loved one dies and it's the first Thanksgiving. It's the first birthday. And we talk about that. And we talk about how we can help each other in those times all right and we want to advise everyone that if you want to contact us go to ghosthelpers.com and if you want to write to us contact at ghosthelpers.com and if you have a story that you want to share um you can go to ghosthelpers.com and on the bottom of the page is a happy good section where you can share your stories or your testimonials or whatever it is it's a fun way to interact as well we want to thank our sponsor, the Oil Lounge, and they've been wonderful, and they really are also trying to make the world a better you place. You want to raise your frequency, check them out. All right. A, a super thanks to, to Benny and Nate, our producers, for helping us put this show together. And we are very grateful to both of you guys, and we do miss Kat, but Nate is super awesome. Yes. So is Benny. So, so is Benny. Benny, yes. And thank you all with all of our hearts for listening and we hope you all have a great week and, and we're out of here. We are. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. <laughs>